What's up, everyone? Welcome to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening. I uh, just want to say it's so exciting uh, to be a part of uh, this episode right now because in the studio I have with me Chad Rainwater and Zach Hahn. What's up, guys? What's up, man? Great to be here, Adam. Do Pleasure to be on the on show. show yeah. Hey, no problem, guys. I'm glad that you guys come on and uh, you know be a part of this. It's isn't March like Christmas for real? It it's is. the best it's, time of the year. Yeah, it's like Christmas stretched out over a week or two. It's it's amazing. It really is. Like uh, we just watched our Kentucky Wildcats go against the uh, Kansas State Wildcats. What about them being the Wildcats too? <laughs> uh, they're they're inferior Wildcats. I think we proved that tonight. So Kansas State. Um, I, I really didn't hear much about them anyway, but we, we ended up winning by a uh, pretty large margin. What was it? Seven. It's 49-56. Yeah, okay. And so Kentucky advances to the uh, third round, and uh, a lot of bracket busters. Is your all's bracket busted? Mine's terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I still got all the high seeds in there, and I think, yeah. Uh, with the exception of Duke losing, Coach K, at you know, guys like what's what's the problem with Duke? They lost to Lehigh a couple years ago. The, the thing about Duke, man, is this: like I had Duke going to the championship game. Coach K's days are over. Oh, your bracket's busted. My, my bracket's <laughs> my bracket's awful. Duke was going. I had Duke going to the championship game, and I really don't think Duke has many more years to to ever like. Be anything, Coach K. I think he has one good year, and he he's he's done. He's sixty eight years old. Really? Yeah, he's sixty eight years old. Which right, he doesn't look that old. He really doesn't. You know, he don't dye his hair. Dan doesn't. Yeah, you told me that yesterday. Yeah. Doesn't dye his hair. <laughs> that's uh, amazing. That's, that's surprising. <laughs> you know, um, you think that they just weren't prepared for these games? I mean, against you think they just went in thinking that knowing that they were gonna win the game, win the game, uh, not just this year, but also in. 2012 when they lost to Lehigh as a two seed, do you just think that they went in big-headed? Sometimes I think that people like Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, these big these big uh, names in college basketball, they go into the tournament and they think that they are, are automatically going to, uh, to get past the first round, the first game that they play. It's just an automatic win for them. But they don't understand that these, these teams that they're playing, they are preparing – Day in, they're mentally ready to face these teams. Just yeah, like it's each- those teams' biggest game of the year, and, and Duke's looking on to the next, you know, what's next. But uh, I think in Duke's particular case, I think their problem is they get used to playing. They have probably the mm, one of the best home court advantages in college basketball. I think they get used to playing at Cameron Indoor, mm-hmm. and uh, when they don't have you know their student section pretty much reaching out and touching people uh, when they're trying to inbound the ball, that they, they get a little lost. Uh, Duke Duke was one upset. Another big uh, upset was the uh, Stephen F. Austin win. I had that one. Yeah, you had that one. Did either of y'all have that one? I did not have that one. Um, they they had won twenty eight, twenty nine games in a row. So you, I mean, it wasn't out of the, it wasn't gonna be that. I don't think it's that big of an upset knowing that they were. Who was they it? Only they only lost beat? two games. VCU. VCU. Yeah. I mean, as good as VCU's done the past two to three years. Uh, 
Went with BCU. But, and, didn't think that was, I thought they were going to end that, that that winning streak. And another one is Wichita State. They're eight. They're what? Thirty five. Thirty five and Thirty five. Got to be thirty five and one. Let's, let's, let's talk about that UK Wichita State matchup. What do you guys think about that? I, I think that Wichita is bound to lose. I mean, they they can't go undefeated the entire time. I, oh, do you really think though. so? They could. Really. <laughs> I hope they don't. I hope it ends on Sunday. Greg Marshall that. is a terrific coach. He is the next big. He is the next coach in college basketball to get a big, big time job. They made the final four a couple of years ago, though. Last, I don't know last why. year, last year it was yeah. yeah. It was last like, year they they lost a little. Why bit. didn't I'm sure he had job offers on his plate this uh, off season that just passed. I don't know why he didn't take them. Well, see, the there's really I don't know. He it's going to take a big school for him to leave Wichita. He even said that. I think he would leave for UNC. He would leave for. Mm, I don't even think he would leave for a school like Tennessee if. If Conzo, which I don't think he's going to get fired, but if Conzo left Tennessee, I don't think he would leave Wichita for Tennessee. I don't. I, I think yeah. it has to be a big stage for for Greg Marshall to to actually leave Wichita. I do, but we'll, we'll have to see. I think that the, the next big uh, coach to leave um, or to go to another school, it's going to be Greg Marshall, but... Buzz Williams, I don't know if you guys have heard, he has left Marquette and is now coaching at Virginia Tech. Was that a good move for him? Uh, Virginia Tech is, I mean, when do you ever hear Virginia Tech doing anything in basketball? I think that that was, uh, I don't know, probably not a great move for him. Marquette, Dwayne Wade, uh, that was a Final Four appearance there. Marquette, they haven't broke through to to win in national championships on a regular basis, but that's more of a basketball school than Virginia Tech. You'll always be in Frank Beamer in the football program's uh, shadow at Virginia Tech. Yeah, we're just going to really have to wait and see how that, that turns out. I don't know if that was really a smart decision. Sometimes I think people have that fever to just move in something different, and uh, I don't really think it was actually a smart move for Buzz to move from Marquette. I think he should have stayed. I think Buzz could have definitely ended up at a bigger stage than, than Virginia Tech. Well, let me ask you, uh, Banks. And uh, Chad, too, chime in. Uh, basketball coaches. Banks, you, you love basketball coaches. You just like, wh- what is it about basketball coaches that, you know, it's just, what's interesting? Like, why is that a great, I feel like if you could pick any job in the world to take, you would be a the, D1 basketball coach. <laughs> you're right, man. They're absolutely, like, their personalities are, are unlike any other. You have people like Tom Crean. You have people like John uh, Calipari. You have people like Rick Pitino. They're just they're interesting characters. Wouldn't you say they're interesting they, characters? They are, Jack? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, just the facial it, expressions, it, man. That they that they, that they <laughs> just. I just think college basketball is just so much more, more exciting than the NBA and NBA and, uh, just have personalities. Too. They do, but somewhat. Not I like just don't find the NBA as enjoyable as college no. basketball. So I don't think that. Uh, I just don't think they're that. They're great. Like a, like a college team, they have to have their own like their, their coach has to represent him in so many ways. Like Roy Williams, definitely like he's a who likes Roy Williams. Like, oh, watching Roy Williams tonight wearing that suit. He's a jerk. Dang, I, I think Roy he got Williams. that. He got that suit off the nineteen eighty rack at Men's Warehouse. That's <laughs> where that was. It was on a... And then Bill Self. Bill Self just seems like a. A, a, a souped up Eastern Kentucky, and he really toupee. does. <laughs> Roy's about done. What is, Roy has to be in his seventies. How old is he? Roy, Roy, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Roy stepped down after next year. Right, Same for Coach year. K. 
Um, the other it's gonna be a new area. What's gonna happen? Yeah, what's gonna happen when those coaches leave? I mean, Duke, both of those, Duke and North Carolina, both can, of those coaches are going jobs are gonna be open soon. We can have an assistant, an assistant from Duke, probably take over. Well, uh, I mean, it's looking like Shaka Smart at VCU should have got out. Oh, well, Roy's so actually sixty-three this year. Yeah, I mean, if if there was ever gonna be a um, another like, who do you think is the hottest? Big time coach in college basketball today. Oh, you talking about somebody that could move up or somebody that is? Already I, I, I'm there? talking. I'm talking just is already there, like the king. The, the, who has the king chair of college basketball coaching? I'd say, I'd say it's probably still Cal at this I think point. So with the way I think it's John Calipari, really? Yeah, well, the way that uh, UK basketball just transcends just being a basketball program and it's like a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean more so in Kentucky than it is nationally, but it does it does get mentioned nationally. You wouldn't say Coach K. It's hard uh, to say even after a game like to, like tonight. The one thing that Coach K has is the two Olympic gold medals, and that's I mean that's something that like all Americans can you know they know Coach K for that. But uh, Coach K's ego just it, he doesn't have that personality. He doesn't have that. Uh, Ego. He just kind of goes about his business, really, yeah. and that's you know that's great. But you got to have a little flash. You got to have a little uh, pizzazz, whatever you want to call it, to uh, to be. And Coach on K, top. Just, you know, I'm a little bitter towards Coach K, man. I had him, I had him going. I had his team going to the finals, and I'm just bitter oh, towards him. I'm not picking Duke ever again, going I, past the first, second round. Not, that's that's gone they, sad, They've yeah. torn my bracket two years out of the past three years. What did they do last year? Did they. they Ooh, they went to the Elite Eight last year. They did? They did. They, they, they got beat by, I want to say, no, um, who, I just looked it up last night, Louisville. Did Louisville play Duke? I think mm. that, I think they did, and they beat them by like 20 points. I swear, I looked it up last night, 24 yes, points. Yes, Louisville lost played, the they lost to Duke. They, uh, they, they lost Duke. to Louisville. They lost to yeah, Louisville. Yeah. That's when Kevin Ware broke his... That was uh, last Final Four. It was like when they had like. Uh, oh, they they won in two thousand nine. Yeah. They won in two thousand ten. Oh, two thousand nine was what year? Who who won in two thousand nine? Two thousand no two thousand nine. Oh yeah, two thousand ten was Duke. Who won in two thousand nine? North Carolina. That was North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. 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 Roy Williams. Yeah. Uh, oh damn, Roy Williams, dude. He sucks. But I think that if. Whoever's going to win this championship this year, it's it could be up in the air. It could be anybody. It could be Calipari. It really could, it man. It could be Greg Marshall. It could be Billy Donovan winning his third championship, man. I think it's amazing how these coaches... I think Billy Donovan is... My, to answer the question that I asked earlier, I think Billy Donovan is the... Uh, the king? The king of coaches. The king of coaches. Absolutely, dude. He's about to win his third national championship. I think the championship's about to go to Florida. And I say that, I'm, I would love to see Kentucky win. Don't get me wrong. I would still be ecstatic in Kentucky win. Billy Donovan's just a classy guy, man. He is. He's, he's just a good coach. Yeah, he's he just good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that it, it's his year again. He's going to win his third championship, man. And uh, he's been with Florida for, what, 18 seasons? It's uh, it's it's going on a lot. I yeah, and he started out at Marshall. Did you know that? Marshall. Did yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. He was the head coach at Marshall University. Well, he's off the Rick Pitino coaching tree. He is. He uh, he was an assistant under Pitino at Kentucky, and then his first head coaching job was at Marshall, and he coached there for two or th- two or three years, and then left there and went to Florida when Florida was nothing, and then he made Florida a relevant basketball program. 
Cause Cause the, but you know, no one cares about Florida basketball. They, Their fans don't care about. They care about football. Florida fans suck. suck. I'm just gonna go on record as saying that they suck, man. Like, like you talking about the fans? Yeah. Like for the basketball, absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's easy to be a Florida fan. I mean, they're in the biggest state. They got a huge budget. Uh, you can't really like. It's, they're never gonna suck. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to be a Florida fan. It it, it really is. Like, like. What really puts Florida in perspective about being a football school is that they won back-to-back championships. The next three years after that, they went to the NIT, and nobody cared. No, nobody yeah, that's what I'm saying. No one cared. And that's why, if they won it this year, I wouldn't care. I, it wouldn't bother me. If, if Duke had won it or Louisville had won it, I would I just bother, don't but I don't care. I don't, no, no, I can't. Louisville's I can't probably the only team now that's in it. I can't take it. I love Jarrett's Louisville. I hate Louisville. I, I would rather watch two horses fuck than watch Louisville win the basketball. Like, I, I can't. I can't take Louisville. Way to, to screw up the PG. The PG night we have. I'm, I'm seriously. I, I can't. I We're can't, sorry, folks. I'm sorry. I just. I get really aggressive when it comes to Louisville. I can't stand it. I can't. I, Can uh, you want to talk about uh, Sunday's game now against Wichita? Um, yeah, we we'll, we'll do some predictions. Well, Kentucky's gonna. Beat Wichita. Um, All right. Well, what's your score well, there? Kentucky fifty-five, Wichita fifty-five. 50, Kentucky, uh, yeah, Wichita fifty-five. Oh, Kentucky fifty-seven. Who has a big game? Who has it from Kentucky's bench? Yeah. Wait, anybody that's going on the team. Who's going to have a big game? That's going to be Alex Poitras. Alex Poitras. Alex Poitras. He did a couple shots. He did any. He had a couple. Was it a three that he hit against? Uh, who Georgia? He mm-hmm. had a big three against Georgia when we played to go before we went to play Florida in the SEC. And every time Poitras has a good game, they always win. And they win by a big margin. So I think that ooh, I just gave the spread to be a two point spread. So that means that Poitras, it's either going to be Poitras or one of the twins, dude. Do you think if we lost, it'd be a, a bad loss? Yeah, yeah, I'll be very disappointed with the Cats if they lose to Wichita. No, not just yourself, but just like. Overall, do you think it just be a? Is it a bad loss for Kentucky? I mean, is the is like, the fan is Big Blue Nation gonna be? Yeah, disappointed. Like, what if down. what what if we lost to Wichita State and they ended up winning the championship? That's a good question. No, I I'll take that one. I think that normally you say you're an eight seed and you lose to a one seed, you're not gonna be too mad about that. But I think if you just look Wichita State, like if it was say you know we've been talking about Duke or Florida or somebody like that that we lost to as a, if they were a one seed. Uh, we could accept it. We could move on. But uh, Wichita State, I mean, I've been to Wichita. There, there's nothing there, man. Like, Listen, I don't, <laughs> would you rather get beat by Wichita State or beat Wichita State and then lose to Louisville? Oh. I don't want to lose to Louisville. I mean, I would rather... Lose to Wichita? Uh, well, okay. That's a very interesting point, point. I'm glad you brought it up. I think Louisville and Kentucky, let's look, let's look at it this way, the, the rival of Louisville and Kentucky, there's no doubt it's a big rival. It's one of the biggest in college basketball, probably the second biggest rival in college basketball. The first is Duke and North Carolina. So let's look at the Kentucky-Louisville rival. During the season, it, their games doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Whoever wins, loses, it's irrelevant, I, I think. I think when it matters is when they play in the tournament. Louisville was the was the... Uh, when they beat Kentucky in the 80s, I think, when they played Kentucky in the yeah, tournament. Yeah, was like the last time that that happened. Yeah, I think that they were ahead of the rival. I think they owned the rival because that's when it mattered. That's when the game mattered. So, And I think Kentucky took that back in 2012 when they beat them in the Final Four. 
And so, Ooh, so do you want the question then is do you want the chance to like really rub that in by playing them again this year? Or you I, I mean, I, I would. I, I want to play them again this year because I think we can beat them. You we know, beat them once, we can beat them again. You no, know, I heard this, this morning on another uh, talk show, uh, Kentucky Sports Radio. You might have heard of it. Yeah. Um, no, they don't the, need any more publicity, man. You don't got to throw their name out there. Everybody knows well, what you're talking about. I didn't want to just because well, this is where I heard. Uh, Facts here from that a caller called in. And I'm said sure Matt listens. Matt listens all the time to this show. I'm, I, but I, I heard that um, Patino up, has never lost in the Sweet 16. Well, if he played in the Sweet 16, yeah, he's never lost in the Sweet 16. If anybody can make him lose in the Sweet 16, it's Cal. That's it. Cal owns Cal owns Patino though since he came here. Yeah, I'm uh, sure the the record exactly, but well, let's think about it. He's he's won every game except last year, so. Five and one. And including in the tournament, too. Five and one. He's five and one. Because so, he's played them every year, and then they played in the tournament, so he's five and one Yeah, with, against Patino. Calipari is the king of the state. Mm. Yeah, even though... Uh, is it fair to say, even though Rick Patino's the reigning national champion, is it fair to say that Calipari is the king of the state? Still? They, they, well, yeah, in, a, uh, in an election between Steve Bashir and John Calipari, I would take... Uh, Calipari would win the governor's election if he won. Yeah. He is a politician. Have you guys met him before? Um, not personally. Yeah, I have his autograph. Yeah. I haven't met him. Yeah, but my mom's met him. She, she go, he goes to her work all the time. He's very personable. Yeah, yeah. Like he, when he talks, people listen. Like when he signs autograph, people doesn't even say anything. People just watch him just sign. It's kind of like a like a king here. Yeah, he like, really is. Like Patino was. Love him or hate him, he was the pearl of the state of Kentucky at one point in time. And if and nobody really ever replaced Patino until Calipari came. Oh, Kentucky basketball needs that though. They need that big personality, that somebody because the players come and go. That's right. So like if 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 Calipari left, they just couldn't hire anybody. They just couldn't hire John Pelfrey or Travis Ford no. and, and say, Oh, this is a good it'd have to be somebody like who? That's the truth. Uh well I you know, I'll get to that in a second, but the truth is like you know, whether you think Cal's a good coach or not, he, he really does need to stay because you got to get a little stability in the coaching job. You're right there. You can't just find another. If Coach Cal left Kentucky, who would you want to replace him? Chad, I want to know. Who would you want to replace him? Well, before Pearl had a job, I wouldn't mind having Bruce Pearl. Bruce Pearl. Even though he was at Tennessee for a long time. Yeah. Wouldn't mind Shaka Smart. I agree with him. Yeah, I would I'd like to have Smart I, over here. I would go I wouldn't Pearl. Mind, I wouldn't mind. Um, I'd, I wouldn't mind Buzz Williams. Uh, Brad Stevens, I wouldn't mind him coming back and coaching, which uh, I don't think he would do that. No, but not that he's got that Celtics. He's got the Celtics kid. And he's well, doing what Cal, Cal and... Um, Larry Brown. They went to the NBA and come uh, and have come back. I, they failed in the NBA and come back to college basketball. Maybe Brad Stevens didn't like it. Maybe he didn't like the NBA. Maybe he'll come back. And Kentucky I, offered him a job. Do you think, do you think he'd, get a pay, he'd get paid more at the Celtics now than he would at UK? Do you think so? Yeah, they're the yeah. Boston Celtics, man. They, they're awful. And what about Mossiello? Uh, a little Rick Bettino. Look, we, we hired Billy G after he had one good season at Texas A&M. I don't even think that was a good season. It was a sweet 16 appearance. Well, that's more than that's farther than Manhattan got. <laughs> man, I was actually excited when we got Billy Gillespie. Like, but, you know, I will say that he does uh, he does know what it's about at UK. He was here yeah. as a player, so that counts for something. Yeah, I mean, Greg Marshall, I mean, obviously he's... He's doing something, right? All right? It would depend on what circumstances Cal left. I would almost say, like, uh, Antigua. See, it, you just can't be a good coach, though, a good X's and O coach and coach at 
the University of Kentucky. You have to be a arrogant, cocky, um, flashy coach, and that I mean, there's not many coaches out there like that. Even Billy Donovan's not a flashy, arrogant. Oh, Billy Donovan would do coach. fine at UK. I mean, I think he would do fine. I mean, he's one of the best X's and O's coach out there, and I think yes, he would do fine. But it's going to take a coach like that personality to coach Kentucky. So Bruce Pearl would be a perfect fit for him. That's who I. That would be my number one choice. Would be Bruce or Buzz Williams. I wouldn't want Buzz. Well, he's done, he hasn't done anything. I mean, he's went to the Elite Eight a couple of times. And going back to what we talked about earlier, I, don't, I wanted to say this earlier, but you changed the subject. Maybe the reason he went to a team like Virginia Tech, what is the Big East going to have? Market, where's Market? Market, they're in the Big East, lost everybody. Everybody. The ACC is going to be one of the power conferences now. Um, the Big East hasn't, I, I, can, I, I don't know who's left in the Big East. I honestly don't. The Big East. Who is left in the Big East? Marquette, Virginia, West, or West Virginia. Creighton. No, Creighton. West Virginia's in the Big 12. That only what all conferences they so confusing, man. The numbers no, don't even Virginia, match up anymore. What was the conference they're in now? The American Athletic Conference. Yeah. Is it Louisville? Yeah. Uh, no, they're going to the ACC. Yeah, but they're in the AAC right now. Why switch over for one year when you're going to go to the ACC next year? Like, why do they make this? Why do they say in the Big East? But I don't know the big Sure, it has something to do with money. Which, speaking of which, I was wondering if we take that quick commercial break and then we'll come back and get Chad's predictions for the uh, Wichita State UK game coming up on Sunday. Uh, the the quick commercial break. All right, let's let's do it. We'll be right back. Looking for UK gear at the cheapest price possible? Well, come on down to the eCampus Warehouse Bookstore. We've got UK gear going for as little as two, three, five dollars. And I'm not just talking about, you know, it says Kentucky on the front. I'm talking about quality gear that you can put on and people will know you're a member of Big Blue Nation. Come on down and see us. We're located at 2415 Palumbo Drive. Just walk in the door that says Bookstore Outlet. We'll make sure you walk out with something really nice. Welcome back, everyone. Off the cuff, I'm Adam Banks, joined by Zach Conn and Chad Rainwater. So before we uh, left to our break, we uh, was uh, leaving the cliffhanger of Chad's prediction of the Wichita-Kentucky matchup. Moment of truth. Happens this Sunday. So, Chad, what's, what's the verdict? Well, I'm gonna have to go in the heart here. I'm gonna have to say Kentucky's gonna pull this one out, and and Wichita State's 35 and 0 win streak, or 35 game win streak. Um, let me get a let me get a score. Yeah, I want to score. Score. Uh, How many biggins? How many biggins? <laughs> I wanted to say Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky 69, Wichita State 63. Ooh, six point margin. That's six nice. point spreads. Nice. Well, that's what we'd be like Kansas State, but whenever. Uh, let's we'll see. I actually think we'll be the underdogs coming to this game. I mean, even though we are Kentucky, but you just uh, you think you'll be the underdog, the underdog in this game? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're gonna, yeah, we're the underdog in this game. It's hard right? to pick against a team that hasn't lost. Yeah, that is true. And a number one seed, and we're eight. Yeah, we're the underdog. 
Yeah, I don't think we're actually going to shock the world if we win, like some players at UK said. Who was it that said that? Was it... Uh, yeah, I don't think it was a surprise. Was it Willie who said we were going to shock the world if we won? Willie, that was dumb. <laughs> that, was, that was dumb. Like, shut up. That was dumb. Are you going to give us some scores, Zach? Yeah. Yeah, hold on. Let me get a dip. Let me go get a dip. <laughs> <laughs> you guys feel the air. i got to get a pinch of this one. <laughs> okay. You want to talk about tonight's game? <laughs> Uh, what 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 other game is going on tonight? Are you talking about tonight? I was talking about the UK. Just talk about the UK game. Okay. Okay. So the game. Um, what do you think? How do you think the overall performance was? The Cats. Well, uh, played good defense. Held them to forty nine points. I mean, they had a couple threes there at the Pretty end. Good lead the like forty three. Yeah, they had a good lead most of the time. I I really think that we should have had at least a ten point win. 10, 10 to fifteen. I, I think we're going to win against Wichita State on Sunday, but if we would have had a 10 or 15, I would almost guarantee a win. I'm a little skeptical now that we just barely beat them by seven points. I mean, we did beat the spread, but I, I don't know. I was ex- I was expecting a, we'd, I thought we'd win by a little bit more than and have, and, and have you noticed that Cal's demeanor on the bench is a lot more – it's it's calmer. He yeah he. What is this tweak? Was, what is this? I don't tweak think he, he has a tweak. About? But he said after we lost to South Carolina, he said he would do whatever it was. Does he have a tweak? Team. I don't think there was a tweak. I think he just said that to get all the media. Roaring I, I don't. I agree with you. I don't think there's a tweak. Is there a tweak? I don't Zach? think. That, I've never known. Uh, if there is, what South is Carolina. Well, I mean, yeah, I think so. Teams turned a corner. I don't know if it's necessarily Cal. So so you think, think there is a tweak? He's just not revealing what the tweak is. I think it's all just a mental thing. I mean, Cal, I don't really get him. He's he's kind of a psychological coach mm-hmm. more than an X and O's guy, so I don't know. I, I don't know what goes on uh, behind, behind closed, the scenes. Behind closed doors, you know, when the cameras are off and all that. But uh, they've been playing different, so if there's a tweak, great. If there's not a tweak, you know, I mean, whatever. Who knows? It's working. Whatever, yeah, Cal. Absolutely. Just keep keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh, just just get us to a championship. So, Zach, what what's up? What's up with the Wichita State and Kentucky game tomorrow? Oh, I had to go. Or Sunday. I had to go get a dip because it's gonna be a, it's gonna knock you all off your seats. Okay, who be, who you got? Well, I'm gonna say Wichita State, seventy one, Kentucky. Sixty-four. Oh, he's going. With oh, that. yeah. I had to go against it. I, yeah, I hate, I hate that. To, I hope. I hope. I think you. I wrong. hope to the citizens of the Commonwealth and Kentucky fans across the world that I'm wrong. But man, Wichita State looks good. The yeah, good news is that I, is that I do think you're wrong. I, I, I we don't. We got to play better than we. If we play like we did tonight against Wichita State, that I think it would be right around seven point margin. Yeah. I, it, if there was a number one seed that I would want to go against, it is Wichita. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I'd rather go against Virginia after watching them play today. Yeah, but did you see how Florida played? Mm, yeah, but we played Florida twice. <laughs> <laughs> I we played Florida three times. Three times. Uh, well, I blocked, one out, I blocked the second one out. It was that bad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have to. We have to pick it up, though. We cannot start out slow like we did again tonight. And almost. The whole entire season. We can't get these slow starts. I think that uh, unless – it just seems like every game that we play, there's like one guy that's hustling. And the rest of the dudes are just kind of standing around watching him. We, if we're going to beat Wichita State, it has to be the whole team effort. It has to come together as a team. And if we beat Wichita State, I mean, shoot, we might we might go all the way. But 
I just I'm not getting my hopes up. You you said that if Kentucky loses early in in this tournament, that they should switch their jerseys. You said that to me while uh, oh, a little yeah. while ago during this game. Will, will you explain to me a little bit further what you were talking about? Why well, should you we know, I was I was looking at the jerseys uh, today, and like they got all the banners on the back, kind of just hidden back there, you know, underneath the name and everything, and that's all good. It it uh, goes back to Kentucky's tradition and all that, but I think. That if uh, you know if, if we keep underachieving like this, we got to take that off there because I think these guys come in and they just they, they feel entitled. They, yeah, they think they're just born right into it. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, a lot of Kentucky players do look at Richie Farmer. Ridiculous that he went to the Sweet Sixteen. How ridiculous was that? That was pretty. I don't know the whole story about it, but I did see that they let him go to the Sweet Sixteen. You know, and I heard that I heard today that most of the stuff that he did to get in trouble had to do with the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, yeah, most most of the because he went to the Sweet Sixteen, he would he would have people uh, drive him to the Sweet Sixteen using Just state while he was uh, while he was the uh, yeah, director of agriculture. Yeah, the commissioner what, of agriculture. Whatever he was, what was he was something in the. He was on the gas pumps. I know that I would go to the gas station. <laughs> oh, he had my gas, and I knew that Richie Farmer apparently had personally came off and inspected my gas pump. So. Oh. That's what he did. All yeah. I know about Richard really Farmer funny. is he was something to do with agriculture, and he had a hellacious mustache. His mustache <laughs> yeah. was just—it was beastin'. It's like thanks, Richie Farmer. It could have had its own Twitter account. Approving my gas. <laughs> his his mustache could have had his own Twitter account. It was well, uh, whatever position he was in. Apparently, there was a lot of room for corruption. Uh, and the boys' sweet sixteen factored in that somehow. Yeah, but he, but he, went, but he, yeah, I know. And he went to the sweet sixteen to watch his to watch his son play in the sweet sixteen. Now, oh. here's the thing, and and Chad has just pulled a picture of of Richie Farmer. You that post this episode on the uh, on the feed. You need to put that picture. On I am, I am. So but, people will get the gist of. What look at this. Look at that. Look at that. That mustache. Oh, in front of the American flag. It's God. A, Personality. Oh, bless. Now he's got the he got the goatee. It's a personality of its own. Okay, so I'm from Knott County, and Knott County is 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 Eastern Kentucky, and our county judge executive Randy Thompson is in prison for boat vying, and um, Randy has a son that plays for Hazard High School, and Hazard didn't make it to state because they got beat by by Knott Central. In the regional championship, but if Randy wanted to go watch his son, which I'm sure he would have loved, they wouldn't have let him. So I don't think Richie um, should be allowed to go. He feels so much entitlement still to this day. He feels entitlement because of what he was in the early '90s. Richie, you're not entitled. You're 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 over, and and you you suck, man. For like Richie Farmer, you suck. What you did to the states, I mean, you're you're a fraud. And I think that you deserve your prison time. Like, chill in prison and and stay out of the. He's stay, in prison. Yeah, stay away from the Sweet what Sixteen. God. Yeah. What happened? He, 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 <laughs> did you miss that? He is in prison. The, the, Chad, you knew he was in prison. Yes. Yeah, they, they let him out. They well, Steve Bashir needs to pardon him. He might win that election against Joe Mario and stuff. No. Yeah, Richie Farmer is in prison because wow. he was misusing state money. He was having. Uh, People drive his animals, like his dogs, around. Wait, okay, like, so hold on. There was like the boys' sweet sixteen, and like people hauling, chauffeuring his animals around. Like, yeah. what a crazy scandal! Yeah, Richie Farmer was <laughs> stay in jail, bro. Like you, like you need to stay in jail. 
you were awesome for Kentucky, but you are a crook, and uh, you are no better than anybody else. You need to stay and do your time and quit feeling so much entitlement. Well, there you have it, folks. If you didn't learn anything else from this show about basketball, about life, nothing, you, now you know Richie Farmer is a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> he is. But, um, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in on the show. This has uh, been a very uh, awesome episode because we got to... Uh, have Chad and Zach come on and talk about their this knowledge the, uh, of college basketball. the longest episode of... I believe uh, it is. I believe it is, yeah. The, yeah 35 the, minutes. The Sunday selection minutes. episode lasted wow. around 20 to 25 minutes, but this one lasted 30 minutes, which is always fun. Records. <laughs> records. When I talk about basketball, I can go on forever and ever. So, guys... Thank you for being on the show. Pleasure to be here, Adam. Thanks for having us, man. Hey, it's, no, us back. it's no problem at all. Absolutely. I want to definitely have another show to talk about the Elite Eight uh, whenever that lays out to talk about all the upsets that's happened um, from from here on out. So Hopefully we can talk about Kentucky being in the Elite Eight. Uh, that'd we'll, be see, so, we'll see how that yeah, goes. That'll make the show a little better. Yeah. We'll, we'll that, see. Or we could be talking about Louisville. Louisville making a run. Oh, I hope not. That's <laughs> just going to be pulling uh, off. But thank you, guys. This has been Adam Banks with Off the Cuff, and we'll see you in the next episode. We'll, we'll see you later.